Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. I am Bad Gamer Crowley. And hello, I am Bad Gamer Bishop. Gamer Galore Derek, I love the alliteration. Bad Gamer Joe. And I'm Bad Gamer Jason. Get good, scrubs. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast made by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, reviews, news, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Kat and Austin. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. That's right. Don't change the radio dial and don't check the episode number. This is correct. It is episode 101 of BGA Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I am joined as I'm joined every week from the three dickholes that are here. Can I say dickhole? Uh, no, no, you can't say no, dickhole. I've said dickhole three times now. It's Caden, Cat, and Austin. Caden, Cat, and Austin. Welcome back. Howdy. Welcome back. Yeah, nobody cares. You know why? Because we're joined this week by Jason. Jason is back to BGA this week. Jason, thank you so much for joining Mr. Crowley for uh, talk about this. Yeah, this is awesome, man. Good, good to it be podcasting. It is my with you. pleasure to be back on BGA with you. Yeah, this is we're going to be great. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. Great game. Oh, I Can't love wait to this get game. into it. Didn't we yeah. podcast earlier, Jason? Uh, yes. In fact, we podcast. Uh, what was it about four hours ago? It was indeed four hours ago. What's coming up on Sadis, Jason? Uh, this week on Sadis, we are covering a user uh, recommended or user submitted title called Ender's Game. It's an okay movie, but uh, we make it much better than it actually is. We do that with all the movies that suck. <laughs> and well, Ender's Lame is no suck, different. But yeah. Ender's well. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I suppose I should probably turn this show back over to who it rightfully uh, belongs to. Hey, oh, take I am King Richard. Not shut the you fuck can, up. You can go ahead. You can There's more ownership after that. You can you can just go ahead and full sail with it. Oh, just one more and it's a push. Two more and I win. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know this is going over under. Count when we weren't recording. It did. No. Nobody said you had yeah. to be recording. He said while we're recording. Uh, did I? I don't remember. You know I'm what? It sure. doesn't matter. Odds are I'm going to tell him to STFU several times the rest of this episode. <laughs> oh, no. Kat, what do you got going on at uh, uh, Spoiler They Die, the new podcast over at the Creative Brain Candy? A lot of murder. Oh, yeah, a lot of murder. So the new episode is going to be released tomorrow, which by the time this gets released will be Monday. Uh, so we have the episode two on Robert Picton. If you want more information, go listen. Ooh, look at that. Did you just snap at them? No, it's my mouth. It, it sounded like a snap. <laughs> it did sound like a snap. I clicked with my tongue. Snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, my God. I'm so close to making it, what, five, four? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. You said, I think you said five under four. four. Oh, I my thought, God. I so, thought you were going to be better behaved, so I definitely no, lost that, I don't know why you yeah. thought that. <laughs> no. I don't know why you thought that. I have not behaved on anything I do. If you've listened that's to anything fair. from the ancient era of BGA, you'd know of that. Oh, my God. That's not what the, you should have expected. You know what? 
you can shut the fuck up too. Oh, hey. but it doesn't count because it wasn't towards Austin. No, that was oh. that was towards oh. Oh, oh, no. I'm kind of so glad that I haven't listened be. that far back though, because that was a lot of energy. Holy, oh my god! <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to respond to that. I it really don't. Be an STFU, make it a trifecta. <laughs> I, you know what? Oh, There's Trinity. a lot of show left. Yeah, there's a lot of show left. Let's just uh, let's wait and see what happens. Cat, uh, it's your show. Take it away. I think news is next. I don't know. You guys have show notes. I don't even know what those are. Hooray. Is <laughs> that because you don't know how to read? Ooh. I never learned to read. <laughs> oh, classic. Uh, so if uh, listeners who will have listened to last week's episode will recount that uh, we discussed that Facebook was in the development of a gaming slash streaming app. Um, I'm here to tell you that it is out and about, and it is now on, uh, I believe, Android. I don't think they've had it for, or gotten it through Apple yet to be put on iOS. Correct. Uh, it, yeah, so it allows you to go. You know, wait, play, wait, wait, wait. Are you reading this as you're going? Yep. No. It sounds like it. Kaden. Kaden. Are we, you we call this it line by line. research on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Rob does this a lot. Uh, <laughs> and is that fly on a pile of? No, research on the fly. Usually there's a zipper sound. Do yes. you even listen to the podcast that yes. are on Creative Brain yes. Candy? No, no. I don't think so. Uh, Basically, the, the app allows you to play. I more than the other two do. I mean, so, so the Apple. I'm not sure the other two can spell creative brain candy. My God, sir, you impugn upon my English. So is this just going to be like a really long episode? I'm trying to be nice to Arturo, the guy who's got to edit this shit show. Listen, if I can't you, even say that. You can't Listen, say that. You can't say that. <laughs> Listen, if you want, we'll just give you blah, a nice blah. nice chunk of the podcast. We'll just bleep out the entire segment so you just go <laughs> on a rampage. I have a feeling that when I listen to this, when this episode releases, it's just going to be beep, bad gamers, beep. <laughs> it's just going to be But yeah, so the, the Facebook the gaming app voice, uh, looks like it would allow you to play some you know, your casual mobile games like uh, Farm, uh, Farm World and Words with Friends. Um, and then allow you, or Farmville, not Farm World. Uh, and then also tune in to your favorite streamer uh, who is live streaming using the app. Uh, it also looks like it's going to have a news feed that will be keeping up with all the latest gaming memes and news. Um, I believe as well as advertise uh, streamers that uh, you know have similar tags to the ones you follow. It's like they you know now, usually play shooters and whatnot. Far be it from me to make fun of anything on this podcast. Then don't. <laughs> but this has been out for a grip. Like I have noticed this uh, since last week that on my Facebook feed, there's a gaming tag at the at the top, right next to the news tag, which is right next to the marketplace tag, which is right next to the home tag. And I can click on that gaming tag, and it gives me a whole feed of gamers uh, who are streaming. It gives me a whole feed of all kinds of gaming news. What's your uh, point? So uh, it's been out for a minute. I mean, yeah, we talked about it last week. If you listened, yeah, we discussed. Why are we saying it's finally blah, blah. here? It's been here for a week. Well, because this article minimum. was released a couple days ago. It was released just after the last episode. You'd know that if you clicked the article. <laughs> I don't want to click the article <laughs> because of algorithms. So, and and so part of it is because last week it was still in development, and so this week we're just letting those who listen to it and maybe 
don't typically use Facebook, that if they want to use Facebook now, it's maybe give them an incentive. Nobody. Oh, yeah. Can we have a MySpace page? Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I still use MySpace. That's what? You still use MySpace? My God, that's ancient. So, so ancient. He... <laughs> oh. oh. And you can contact him on his AOL email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, AOL. Yeah, uh, personally, I'm not excited for it. Uh, I barely use Facebook with the exception of keeping up with a couple relatives I actually like. And yeah, uh, there are uh, much better yeah, streaming platforms yeah. out there for if you're just interested in the streaming aspect. And mobile Twitch. gaming is awful and should be... Ext- that's not true. I, no, that's not true. There's one mobile game that I have not been able to put down for the last month. And what and is that? Simpsons uh, Tapped Out. Not Simpsons <laughs> Tapped Out. Jesus Christ. Uh, wow. it, it's the uh, Seven Deadly Sins uh, Grand Cross. Oh, okay. Great mobile game. Check that out. The graphics are fantastic. If you like the Seven Deadly Sins anime, like it follows along the, that storyline, the main storyline. Oh, cool. Cute. Okay, let me phrase that. Yeah, it's right. Really good. So let me, let me phrase. Most mobile games should be extinguished from the earth and never, ever thought of ever again. I think we should you do know, an Facebook episode. Facebook doesn't really work hey. on, on Netscape. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like we should do an episode where we play the one that Crowley likes and the one that Jason likes and just pick our favorite. I've played Automatically, the one. I'm going to go with Simpsons Tapped Out. Yeah. Because I've, I've, wow. it's not the one that Crowley picked. Well, it's also because it's good, because I used to play Simpsons Tapped Out. I've never played either, so. It's, it's good. It's a nice game you can pick up for, you know, five minutes at a time, click a couple things. You know what? I challenge I challenge you three to, to, to play that and then play Simpsons Tapped Out and tell me which one's better. Uh, because if you're going to sit there and tell me that Simpsons Tapped Out is better then the Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross, you are all on crack cocaine. I'm not saying it's better. I'm point. 97% sure hey, Austin I mean, is most of the time anyway. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it's I, better. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's enjoyable. I'm saying it's better. And I'm saying I have no idea. What else is new? <laughs> Austin, mm. what's, what's going on with... Uh, uh, PC has a built-in Xbox controller. Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the world's smallest handheld gaming PC. And it has a built-in Xbox controller. It's really friggin' sweet. And you know what? With eight inches of fun, that's mobile <laughs> and able to have Xbox. Jesus Christ. What? You wouldn't want that? Just be able to like walk around, just be like, hey, I'm pimping, walking down the street. Yo, what's up, dog? I don't need another eight my... inches of fun in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that joke coming. Uh, yeah. How could I just... Oh, oh, yeah. But basically, listeners, it's pretty <clears throat> interesting to look at. You know, this thing has got eight inches of display with a decent resolution. And you know what? Based on what the company released and part of their like graphic settings, like they actually pr- do pretty decent. I but unfortunately, the company that releases this is like WinMax, 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 WinMax. They haven't released a price range, but uh, they think that it could be released within a couple of months since of February. So hopefully now, hopefully soon, and hopefully within my sweet hands to just walk around and just be like, yeah. 
Yeah. So not just what's the chilling. What's the hard drive look like on it? Like how big is the hard drive? It's hard. Uh, it looks like a 512 hard. gigabyte uh, NVMe SSD. Yeah, it's not a hard drive. It's a solid state drive. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm sorry. I'm not with the times, all right? Let me check my MySpace, <laughs> figure out the difference between HDD and S- <laughs> SD, Let me okay? check where my phone booth so, is at. I can't get the phone uh, Not to be a party there. pooper, but I want to know some more about these benchmarks. Uh like what uh what settings they were running at because some of these frame rates are varying uh and some of them aren't really good like devil may cry 5 running at 27 frames um you know fortnite running at 45 and then we have tom clancy's rainbow six siege running at 75 which is odd considering that it can't run fortnite but it can run rainbow six so what's the gpu on it uh, it looks to be an Intel Iris Intel Plus Iris. 940. Yeah, no thanks. You know what? Stick with a Switch. <laughs> Just don't play Breath of the Mile. Like, I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. Screw you. So, so, <laughs> so PlayStation puts out their PSP and their, their PlayStation port, like all this, this, the, the Vita, uh-huh. and nobody buys it. It doesn't do anything because they never support it. Nintendo Switch comes out and everyone's like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing. It's like spread. I love this. I can take my games everywhere. And then in yet another company is like, well, we can make a small PC and put it out. There's no way that a small PC can hit those benchmarks that they're saying it can hit uh, and, and and be as good as the Nintendo Switch. Right. There's and, just not. Well, that's what I'm wondering is because like if they uh, achieve. I don't know. Well, and I'm wondering because if they achieve the 75 frame rate on Rainbow Six Siege, you know, running single player at extremely low settings. Then you know people aren't going to want that. But if you well, know, the, I mean, the max resolution on this thing is a twelve eighty by eight hundred. Fair. So I mean, the the Intel Iris isn't pushing you know that big of a resolution. So, Mm-mm. and with a screen that small, even on low settings, it's you're you're not going to be able to tell. Fair. Uh, it's also got three hours of battery life under heavy use. So. So more than the switch. <laughs> yes. My switch okay. doesn't have that problem. Well, for battery power? Yeah. That's because you're playing shitty games like uh, Breath of the Mile. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, that has to be bleeped Children, out too. Language. <clears throat> oh, sorry. You're playing crappy <laughs> games like Breath of the Mile. There you go. <laughs> I'm interested to see how hot this thing's gonna be. Me get too. To hand. Oh yeah, that thing will just burn up the lap. It looks like it can burn your lap but, into life. Yeah, it also looks like it has an air inlet on the bottom gross. where your lap would be. So it's not supposed to be on your lap. It's a handheld. Is it not? What they don't tell you is that you have to but buy. A, does it look a, a like a person in the image is having it. a handheld? Yeah, but when I'm using it as a PC, you know, the the part that with the keyboard, and I'm you know on the go, I'm probably gonna have it in my lap. You must have yeah, a really it does not small look lap. Like you can... <laughs> or just on one leg. Well, the eight inches for him is different than the eight inches for everyone else. <laughs> the eight inches for dudes is different than the eight inches in reality. Oh. But speaking of eight inches. <laughs> Segway. Yeah, you like segue. that segue, don't you? <laughs> That's how you segue into your next article. Yeah, that was a good one. So anyways, someone taught an AI to draw the male genitalia. After feeding it twenty five thousand doodles of penises, can I say penises? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you can. Yeah, that's generally correct. I mean, what yeah, else you can't would you say call dicks, them? but you can Crowley. say penises. <laughs> Sorry, naughty Crowley, naughty. 
You know what? I like when Austin says that to him. That's fun. <laughs> That's weird. Let's not. <laughs> Austin, shut the fuck up. Ah, there's five. Sorry. It's a push. Woo! Just need one more for me to beat on the over. You yeah, can do it. Already. So, yeah. That is so much fun. Back in 2006. Was that it? Was that it? An AI can draw penises? Yeah, basically, that's that's the gist of the whole article. They fed it a bunch of yeah, doodles, and now it can draw its own penis. I had a computer uh, a teacher once tell me, "Garbage in, garbage out." <laughs> so, well, and well it, this it, would this would be an ex- excellent example of the Geigo effect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It also looks like um, that. It can right de- now, Austin's going. What's the Geigo effect? <laughs> so it looks like someone can, or that the AI. AI cannot predict uh, whenever someone is currently in the midst of drawing one and then chastises you uh, for drawing such an reprehensible object. What's the practical application to this? Uh, there is none. <laughs> Views Definitely on the YouTube value. and subs on Twitch. I don't know. Hey, man, they make a Pope simulator and a goat simulator. You know, hey, something that puts... Pope simulator is going to be fun, all right? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see about that later. That's gonna be I, I can't wait for it, honestly. That's what my thing is. And people I are just bored. Know want to know if are in it. I just want to oh. know if I can go on crusade. Oh. I just want to know if I can go on the holiest of crusades. <laughs> Taking a dump. Yeah, how great would that, that is be? A pretty holy crusade. In the Pope simulator, you could create a modern crusade. I'm all for it. Let's do yes. it. I'm a cult. <laughs> Technically, you are. Okay, then. Nah, never mind. No. <laughs> but anyways, you can oh. try the. Um, well, now see, it's called Dick RNN's GitHub, <laughs> like because it was made by a redditor called Richard RNN. Richard so RNN. You can indeed say Dick. Yeah. Can store for Richard. And the title of Correct. it is quite literally "Main Dick Demo." Yeah. Short for Richard. So. I can say it. <laughs> and you, and, 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 and you have. Congratulations. have. And, and for those who are computer literate, um, or those who haven't been living under a rock, um, if you're fluent in JavaScript, you can dive into the code yourself to learn how uh, this uh, GitHub user actually built the neural network, and you can have some fun watching it do its thing afterwards. Wait. I do did, enjoy a cup of coffee. Did he build... A neural network in JavaScript? Uh, according or to this article. Or is he patching into an API neural network that's already been built? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. According to this article, you, it, I guess the neural network is built in JavaScript, but they don't elaborate. So I guess go check it out. No, I, I know just want I will. Coffee. I'll keep making that Java coffee joke until someone <laughs>, laughs. It's not funny, so no one's going to laugh. <laughs> I know Shut it was sarcastic, up, but you shouldn't have gave it, given in. Like, or given him. That's how they it, say it in Canada, gave is gaven. Yeah. Should have given him that, eh? Over by there. Sucker Richard. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, well done. Are we, is it time yet? I think it's time. Is it time? Is it time? I think oh, it's I think time. it's time. It's the rumble. Time for bed? Yes, it's time for bed. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. That's six. That's six. I win. Wait, who was he saying that to? Me? I was saying that to Austin. No, I, I, uh, I, I was saying that to Austin. Like 2,000 called. They want the ring announcer back. 
Is that how long ago that was? It was earlier than that. Oh my gosh, my hearing's <laughs> gone out before then. Jesus. So welcome to hell. <laughs> no, we're not reviewing Doom. We're reviewing is Final Fantasy Pope? VII. Is this the Pope remake. simulator? Unfortunately, no. This is for reals. Where's the crusade? I missed the crusades. Well, it's coming for you. Just give it a minute. <laughs> Hooray! Well, Crowley, in in light of bringing you and Jason back on, uh, do you want to go ahead and take take the reins and kind of give us a quick overview of this amazing game? Well, you don't uh, want me, me to do it? The three of you didn't oh. play it. I don't uh, have I a did. PlayStation. I played it. Yeah, how far did Aww. you get? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Austin? <laughs> Austin? Oh my god, no. Does Why? Stop, Austin's he's quiet. Not here. Why you would not, you doing that? Did you not play this game, Austin? <laughs> I'm sorry, my dad went to jail. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't, uh, nobody cares. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Austin. That's seven. I so win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, the game uh, that was released April tenth, twenty twenty, developed by Squeenix. That's Square Enix for you nerds out there that don't know what it is. It's only on the PS4 right now, and it is an action role playing game. This game is amazing. It is nothing short of amazing. Absolutely, uh, Jason. Did you did you beat the game? Uh, yes, I beat the game. In fact, I'm uh, going back and getting all the small little tidbits that I missed on the first game and getting some of the tidbits that you can only get after you beat the game once. So how many hours did it take you to beat this game? I was, I think I clocked in at just under 37 hours to beat the game the first time. Nice. Took me 40 hours. Uh, I got a lot of the stuff on the first uh, playthrough. Uh, fantastic. Beat it last night at about 2.30 in the morning, 2 in the morning, something like that. Stayed up to beat it to make sure that I could talk about this because warning there's going to be some spoilers coming lots up lots of spoilers yeah so if you haven't, haven't played this played game it. yet you haven't beat it uh pause the recording right now go get it go, go play, play it. it beat it come back and listen if you don't care about spoilers well guess what we're going to talk about it and hopefully it'll be semi entertaining certainly more entertaining than that news segment about ai's richard doodling dicks <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking right. about. That was very okay, entertaining. How, how far did I guess it depends if it was an eight inch dick or not? Uh, okay, how far did you get? <laughs> so I I did not make it very far. Um, I just I just recently stopped uh, before the big uh, what airbuster fight before the fifth re- or when you're going to blow up the fifth reactor or reactor. Oh, five. so like two hours in? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty early in the game, Caden. Like, that's pretty early. Like, yeah, he's like on chapter four. Yeah. So like two hours in. Yeah, I just, yeah, I've been extremely busy this week and haven't mm-hmm. gotten mm-hmm. the chance to really With play With what? The Rona? Uh, did you no. get, did, Playing did the you get Corona Midia? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, college workload. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. You should have put that aside and you should have played this game. That's how good it is. <laughs> Neglect what your is it that my old teacher used to say? Use your time management wisely, young man, or it will wisely use you. Who needs a college degree so, anymore? <laughs> That's right. They're they're barely useless. Let's let's talk about this game, Jason. Since you are the only one that played this game, 
uh, in any meaningful extent besides myself. Uh, let's talk about how this compares to the original Final Fantasy VII. Now, Final Fantasy VII, the original, is pretty much the benchmark and has been the benchmark since its release of what an RPG should be. Story-wise, at that? least. Yes. Story-wise, yeah. at least, yes. Well, and probably even mechanics. It, it had some uh, pretty earth-shattering mechanics at the time as well. Um, so their their new ATV system was brand new. The way they did Materia was a, a new concept back in 1997. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely raised the bar on what uh, an RPG should be. No, for sure. And Square Enix, Squeenix, uh, back in the day, it was Squaresoft. Uh, now it's Square Enix. Uh, they, uh, they, they've they always been really good at the full motion video, the cinematics, whatever you want to call yes. it. Yes. Like even in Final Fantasy VII, uh, the 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 story that you would see when you would get to a certain point always looked really good. Uh, the the summons that you had, uh, yes. Ifrit, Shiva, Leviathan, they always looked very good during gameplay. In fact, uh, I, this oh, go ahead. Uh, in fact, I know this is in Final Fantasy VII, but when they eventually trans transitioned over to the PS2, uh, one of the games I remember playing as a kid was Final Fantasy X. Um, and some of the cutscenes in there uh, were just gorgeous. Uh, and in fact, they used that technology to actually make a really, really crappy Final Fantasy movie uh, with with that sort of art style. <laughs> they, that CG. They, they, they actually did. started uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within before Final Fantasy X. They started that shortly after Final Fantasy VII was released because they started yep. using the same technology that they used in Final Fantasy VII for that that movie. Oh, okay. So if you've listened to any of the old uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous episodes where I was hosting, uh, you'll know that I'm a huge Final Fantasy VII dork, a huge Final Fantasy dork. I've played Final Fantasy Online. I've played Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Final Fantasy XV came out. We reviewed that, myself and Bishop. That was a great game. And Final Fantasy XV did things differently than any Final Fantasy that came before it, and I feel like they did that differently to make sure they could make this game because the combat system is pretty identical. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've ever played, yeah. If you've ever played like any of the Kingdom Hearts games, it's kind of similar to that. Um, they incorporate uh, more of a tactical ATB system than compared to the Kingdom Hearts series, but it's still the same uh, sort of action-focused combat. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not. I, it, it's not like turn-based. Yes. Yeah, I would say that the the battle system in this game is kind of a a cross between the Kingdom Hearts uh, real-time battles that you that you do in that game and the ATB that you had in the original Final Fantasy VII. So yeah. uh, for the most part, your normal attacks um, are, are all real-time, and then you basically slow everything down to bullet time uh, to do magic, uh, item, or your, your limit and summons. Yeah. <laughs> nice break and pause there, guys. Way to go. Yeah, um, excellent. All right, so so this game is different than the other one. It follows uh, the first one loosely, but it's only about ten percent of the actual of the original game. So why did they like, call it a no, remake then? No, well, I, I actually disagree with that. It follows the first one pretty. Uh, it follows Close. the first one pretty closely. But mm -hmm. it, it greatly expands on the story and uh, the, the events that happen in the first one. There are some deviations yeah. that, that happen in the first one, but that's actually part of the plot 
for this remake. And, and, and it really is a remake because by the end of this game, uh, you're starting to uh, jump into uncharted territory, and we'll, we'll get to that shortly. Right. So in the synopsis uh, here that, that the BGA crew have provided for Jason and myself because we're old and we do multiple podcasts and don't have time to do it, it says it's less of a remake and more of a reinvention. And I would disagree with that. Yeah. I would say that remake is there for a reason. It is a remake, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. But let's talk about the mechanics, because the mechanics, it's free-flow combat. You can control all three people, but you control one person. You can just control the other two's uh, use of uh, spells, use of materia, use of items. And it makes for a pretty fluid combat system, wouldn't, wouldn't you say, uh, yeah. Jason? Yeah, so, and you can also jump in between characters, um, and, and you can actually use that as a strategy because uh, one of the things the enemy does is that they tend to focus on the character that you're actually controlling. So uh, if you are controlling a character that's getting beaten down and you don't have a, an opportunity to uh, hang into ATB to cure them either with a spell or an item at that point, switch to another character, uh, you're going to take the aggro of the enemies off of the character that you switched from and uh, that, that buys you some more time to get that character healed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yep. also nice tactically because if you want like someone with close range, you know, like when you're playing the character Cloud versus when you're playing like Barrett, you know, it, it definitely creates a difference of, hey, man, you know, let's get, let's get the strategy figured out. I'll blast them out of the sky and then Cloud, you switch over. It's very fluid, very, very great in the transition of the gameplay when you're switching characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes for a great uh, real-time tactical strategy because you can uh, not just move the aggro around if you want to, but I always use the ancillary characters like Barrett, uh, Aerith, Tifa to heal Cloud. Yeah. Like whoever I am, I always use them to heal Cloud because I, I just don't have time. I And I would honestly rather use uh, my ATP meter to use uh, a spells or, or summon or summons abilities or use it for my abilities. So it, it makes for, and it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you really have to set up your characters beforehand for the battle. Oh, definitely. And uh, a lot pre- of times. And yeah. if you, Preparation. But I mean, is key. That, that's, that's one of the beauties of this type of battle system is uh, different play styles can customize the characters towards their play style. So you like to focus on a, a single fighter combat and use the ancillary characters as, as support. Whereas I kind of jump between characters as needed. Uh, so uh, if I needed to stagger somebody, I would jump into Tifa because she's got very good stagger mechanics. And then once I got those staggered, especially whenever cloud had a limit ready, I would jump back into cloud and just crush them with a limit while they were staggered. Uh, For flying characters, I would switch over to Barrett and just start wrecking them uh, while, uh, and then whenever they they got knocked down to the ground, like like Austin said, switch over to cloud and uh, flip over into Punisher mode and just start wrecking them there. Going to town on that stuff. And that's what really brings into the gameplay mechanics. It's just, it makes it really nice to just have different strategies. Or if you really want to concentrate on one area or the other, it's very open to, you know, just whatever you want. And that's what makes it really brilliant in that gameplay. Well, and each weapon that you find for your characters has different abilities, different latent abilities and different active abilities. Yeah. Which makes it uh, really fun 
to play with those and unlock all of the abilities. Uh, and there's there's a, a great. It's not like a. It's not an ability tree, it's, so to speak. It's but a. It's it kind a, of is. It's like a sphere. It's, it's like, like the sphere grid from Final Fantasy X almost. Um, that is exactly yeah. what it's yeah. like. It's, it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. To, it's there to increase individual stats of of your of your weapon or just your character. Like you can increase their uh, maximum HP, um, but it's not necessarily a tree. Like they unlock more uh, techniques and whatnot. Like you would in a you know, uh, your average RPG. No, you right. actually have to level up your weapon in order to unlock additional abilities. Yes. Oh. Yep. Uh, so you can pick and choose how you level up each weapon you can choose a weapon to focus on magic you can choose a weapon to focus on uh hit points you can uh choose a weapon to focus on attack and that's kind of what i did i had different weapons set up for different uh different things uh different materia equipped to uh different weapons for the same character so there were times where i would want cloud to be a spellcaster depending on mm-hmm. the battle that i was in yeah and, and there were times where I wanted him to be up close and personal. And Barrett's the same way. I know Austin mentioned that Barrett's uh, mainly a ranged guy, but he's got one weapon that is melee. He's got and a couple of weapons that are melee. Yeah, and it's pretty powerful. Like, when he gets that, he becomes a pretty deadly dude up close. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's got one weapon that I missed in my first uh, gameplay that's like a, a set of shears. Um, that's also a melee, but I think you're the one you're talking about the one that basically looks like he's got a giant bowling ball at the end of his arm. <laughs> yes. And yeah, that thing can crush uh, stuff. Oh, that thing yeah. is so deadly up close. But I preferred to use Barrett as as a ranged and and basically he was he was my tank. Uh yeah. he would oh, for sure. fire from at range and and just soak up uh damage as I needed it. Put to. that provoke material in there yeah. and yeah. drop some go. aggro. Yeah. Yeah, and for instance, like one of the things I really like is the way that they did the materia and the spell casting. So like right now I have cloud basically kind of focused on magic. And so he's loaded up with all the spell materia that I, or the best spell materia that I have uh, just basically so I can kind of make him a wizard and anything that I either can't hit or anything that's weak to a particular element, I can just start spamming them uh, with that particular spell. Yep. Yeah. And I like that you have to use those spells and you have to use that materia in order to level that up. Yeah. Yes. In fact, so you... I used Cloud as my le- uh, material leveling mule. He, he had, uh, <laughs> had AP uh... up, and that's all he did was he leveled up materia. I didn't hardly use him for, I think he had, uh, he had re- uh, the cure materia on him because everybody had that. Yes. Um, but other than that, yeah, he really didn't have much uh, spell materia. It was all. Uh, things that that buffed his damage and then the AP up materia uh, with whatever materia that I was trying to boost at that time. And then I just basically ignored whatever materia I was boosting. Uh, it may help him. It may not. It may add, um, well, no, it wouldn't have added any uh, additional functionality to his weapon or armor. But, yeah, he was he was my level up mule for materia. Yep, and that's that's a good way to do it. Because, I mean, honestly, he's the guy you're going to use the most of anyway. Yeah. Now, I'm curious uh, to the two people who actually played the game. Um, what difficulty slash what battle type did you choose? Uh, normal. Okay. So I played on normal most of the time. Uh, All right. But then I would also switch to classic every once in a while. I, I tried so I tried classic thinking that was gonna be a full on ATB because I was like oh yeah I because I love no the, no 
Final Fantasy ATB system. Uh, and then once I realized it wasn't, I just switched to normal because I hated the delay that your character would have um, between the start of the battle and actually beginning to attack. And I prefer to just control the character I'm playing, um, not have it just walk up to the enemy who's not attacking, sitting in guard, not doing anything. Yeah, yeah and that was that's that that's a complaint that I have with with this system. <laughs> I could always build ATB faster than letting the computer do it, letting the AI handle it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times when I knew that there was a spell that somebody else had that was already max level that I needed up. Like, I would have to change that character and change the play style and go up and, and really go to town on, uh, on the enemy like I know they, that they can. They just don't ever do that when it's just them. Right. Yeah. Very, and that's, that's very, the AI. The AI plays very, very defensively. So if you're not controlling the AI, they're basically just uh, they're, they're basically guarding or blocking until they find an, an opening and then they may attack. But... That the, the disadvantage of that is their ATB meter crawls. It moves so slow. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yeah, one of the strategies that I had, especially on boss battles, was I, I would switch to every character, build up all their AP or ATB really quick, and then focus back on Cloud and, and use their abilities as I needed. Yeah, I think one of the things they could done to probably remedy it is just allow you to have uh, almost like a, a set of tactics that you can kind of distribute. So you can tell an A... You could tell yeah. one of the characters to be more passive or to yep. you know uh, prioritize abilities that draw aggro versus you know one character that you want to be support. You throw heals, you throw barriers onto you know people who are injured, um, and then you have. And one I think guy maybe who's super aggressive. Part of the reason they didn't do that is because they did want to kind of keep the feel of the original Final Fantasy VII, which was look, you had to control every character. Right. You controlled what attacks they were doing and when they were doing it. The problem with that is, is if they're not building ATB fast enough, like you're literally, like you're curing yourself, you're throwing items uh -huh. and potions on yourself, yep. and it's just yep. like, it's not, it, it's not nearly as uh, free flowing as I think they intended. And hopefully, with patches and with with other um, additions to this game coming out, we'll see changes to that. Uh, one thing I think they stayed pretty true to was Final Fantasy VII was open world, right? As most RPGs are. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was on rails for a little bit, but this one was pretty open world too. Like, sure, there were instances where you were on rails and you had to go do, uh, you know, the main mission because there was either nothing else to do or there was like it was part of the story. And some of these stories, the scenarios, would last forever. It seemed like, <laughs> and they were great because you got a lot of cutscenes, you got a lot of uh, great movies, uh, and and the voice acting, which we can talk about that here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um. It was it, it was just sometimes it was like ah I don't care well and on, <laughs> can we just move can we just move on right right well and on top of that I mean at least it was a very pretty game to look at um, oh for sure I mean so at, at least like it had the graphics going for it so at the very least when you're on those really mundane side quests or mundane parts of the story uh, you can at least kind of take a step back and kind of look at the game and appreciate the I mean just the quality of the the graphics then. Oh, the game something was beautiful. Could, yes. And, you know, something that's also to appreciate is that, you know, after you're doing the side quests, you know how it's always the travel back and it's like, oh, my God. But it's like after you complete the side quest, it just teleports you right back to the original, like, person of the quest giving, man. And it just, 
It saves you time. That for me is like efficient. It's like, do I have to really run all the way back to the other yep. side of the map and be like trying to find this dude again? And it's like, no, man. Hey, after you're done with this quest, you beat the bad guy. Let's just take you right back and just get your reward right away. And it's like, yes, yeah. efficiency. You know, it, it did that for most of the side quests. Most of them. I think there were a few that it didn't do that for. But honestly, I only used that about half of the time because for the most part, I would plan the side quests to... I'd plan to do the side quests uh, that were close to one another. So after I, I finished uh, one side yeah. quest, I would be closer to, closer to another side quest. I'd go ahead and finish that. So I'd do that two or three times and then eventually teleport back after I finished the last one. In that well, area. Yeah, same uh, here. The, yeah, I, I, I would too. The exception to that is chapter 14, where there's so many side quests that it, it's hard it's hard to do that. Especially there's one side quest that takes you from one end of the of the map to the other. Yeah, and, and that's and so it, 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 that got a little that got a little rough. <laughs> uh, so I think we've talked about the gameplay mechanics uh, enough. There there are a couple of things here in the notes I want to touch on real quick uh, that somebody put in there. Uh, the puzzles to solve. I don't know if they're really puzzles so much as it's just you have to figure out how to get from point A to point B. I don't mm -hmm. if they you want to call that a puzzle. I mean, they do sure. have they do have materia hidden around. Like I know the uh, the section in chapter four uh, where you're. I don't know if they're hidden. Well, okay, I wouldn't say they're... hidden, but you have to take a detour and kind of look for a way to get to them. So it, it... wasn't it Final Fantasy VII where you had where you were running around on the map, clicking X. Or clicking a button to try to find materia. Well, you did that in Final Fantasy VI too. In fact, <laughs> yeah. there were there were some hidden paths in Final Fantasy VI, so you were bumping up against walls that entire yeah. game too. Yeah, they did they did paths. the same thing in Final Fantasy X. Uh, yeah. Those Albed primers, man, you got to find them all. Yeah, so I'm glad that that's not in the game. Like there are some that are hidden, <laughs> like the path, like how to get there is hidden, but the, you always see the material. Yeah. Like okay. So, yeah, so and how the mini map helped there? with that because it, it showed all the paths that were available. So if you saw a path going off uh, to a direction, you're, you're not going to miss that path. You can always take the detour. So maybe I, sh I yep. shouldn't say hidden. Um, the, the material that you could see kind of inquired you to explore more rather than just continue with the main objective and skip over it. Yeah, there were some, some stuff. light logic puzzles that you had to move some stuff around to... Uh, to actually form a path to get to some of the materia. Um, yeah, so I can see that. But, I mean, there weren't tons of puzzles in this game. No. Uh, let's talk about side quests. Whoever did these notes, <coughs> Kat, said they were boring. <laughs> and they do serve a purpose. There's um, So one of the purposes that the side quests serve is to uh, decide which dress you get whenever... Uh, <laughs> Whenever you dress up to uh, uh, to go meet uh, Don, Don Corleone. So they were just time fillers. No. No. No, they were oh. not time fillers. <laughs> to pick a no. dress. Stop reading it Reddit. They weren't time fillers. <laughs> Stop reading Reddit. Yeah. No, these they were really good. They were well thought out. Uh, they fleshed out characters from yes. uh, the original Final Fantasy VII NPCs that you had run into before. Uh, and so, no, I don't think that these were time fillers at all. I think they were very well thought out and planned by the developers. So good job uh, yeah. there. In fact, some of the main side quests that you do, I think it was in Chapter 9. 
it was the first time you went to Sector 5. Um, you find out that, that Jesse, or not Jesse, but Biggs, um, helped support the orphanage there. And you, you yeah. would never have learned that if you hadn't done the side quest. In fact, during the final credit sequence, you actually see Biggs recovering in said orphanage. I was going to say, that would make no sense to you if you mm-hmm. just passed the side quest. Like, why is he there? Yeah. So the, the moral of the story is do the side quests because they help with character development. Yes. Yeah. Listen, they they definitely help flesh out I the story. found them online. <laughs> Quit reading Reddit. Not right. just Reddit, okay? <laughs> Not Reddit's just Reddit. the only answer to your solutions. Let's talk about graphics. Graphically, I think this game is really, really good. The cutscenes, yes. the, the cinematics are beautiful. Really and, and the transition from uh, cinematic to gameplay seamless. is Smooth. almost seamless. almost seamless. Yes. And I'm, Are you and saying very, it's not perfect? But it doesn't need to be. Oh, it doesn't you need you to be really perfect. have to look in order wow. to see the yeah. point that it it uh, cuts from full motion video to actual game engine. And I mean, the fact that yep. it's this close. I mean, I remember playing games that the cutscenes were the big cinematic. They spent a lot of time doing it. And they looked really good compared to the polygon pixely mess that was the in-game graphics well that was you know the original remember final fantasy 7 <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know yeah, you know you know who else remembers that pepperidge farm pepperidge farm I'm out. <laughs> oh god <laughs> shut the fuck up austin textures i think i think the textures are, are okay they're not perfect so, ah, so one of my points is right. A lot of the textures were fine. There were some textures, especially on walls and buildings, that were fairly low res. Now, there's, it's not known if that's a bug because they do have, um, they do have sets of textures depending upon uh, view distance. So that nobody knows if it's a bug that the high res textures aren't popping up uh, whenever you get close enough. Or if they just didn't put high-res textures for some of the buildings to save space. Nobody knows yet. There hasn't been a patch out for this game yet, which is amazing. I mean, right? it, you think it, downloading it wasn't a day one fucking patch. Oh, yeah. shit. Sorry, I love it. There wasn't a day one patch on this game. Uh, like you normally get where you uh, you buy a game and, and download 90 gigs and then have to download another 90 gigs to patch right. it. So. Yeah, and I see on here that some people were complaining about enemies coming out of walls and whatnot. Yeah, I, I never, never had saw that. that. Look, yeah, let, let, I, I just want to be clear here. You're you're playing a video game. Okay? Yeah. And like, <laughs> like at some point, you have to suspend disbelief. Like, for example, Cloud has X amount of swords that you can choose at any time. <laughs> Where is Cloud keeping X amount of swords? Now, Final Fantasy VII, the original <laughs> game, if I remember correctly, uh, had a little tongue-in-cheek moment with that. Like, where did the sword come yeah. from? Where did it go? Yep. Where did it come from? Shut the fuck up on nine. You've done this to me, can Crowley. We, why? Can we, Arturo, if you're listening to this, can we just <laughs> have you put a ding every time yeah, just Crowley says it. STFU? As like, yeah. a, as like, like a, an audio like counter. Bleep it out and then just ding it. <laughs> ding. That'd be perfect. Just make him say something different, Arturo. Just make him say something different. Uh, so yeah. So I think I think 
those kind of complaints where enemies are coming out of nothing. And there were a couple of times where I saw that myself. Come on, guys. It's a video game. What are you bitching about? Let me, just, uh, just, I honestly sh- don't remember ever seeing You can't say that word either. <laughs> so I personally, naughty, naughty, I personally Mr. haven't Crowley. run into any like, major <laughs> kind of glitches that would make me go, you know, what, what the heck is going on? Uh, and with that being said, I don't imagine, and from y'all's testimony, it sounds like this is one of the more fleshed out games where it doesn't, you know, it doesn't need a day one patch because there's not a day, you know, 90 gigs worth of stuff to patch. You know, there's, right. it's, it, it, it sounds like it's a very thorough, thought out, well-made game that with the few glitches that it has, it may require a patch here in a couple of weeks. And that's, you know, the last patch they'll do for the next half a year. Yep. No, I would agree. Uh, so I think the graphics are, are very good. Let's talk about the music. Beautiful. Because, as I've said before, oh, music yeah. music can make or break a game. Uh, and same with same with uh, voiceovers. Uh, oh, the I'm voiceover not... work was in like just impeccable. Like well, very good tonage. Maybe if you oh. did the voiceover work, you would think that. <laughs> I don't. It's not. It's not. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not Ace Combat Seven bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to the Ace Combat Seven. Uh, uh, show <laughs> just remembering, uh, yeah, makes me laugh. It was it was pretty bad. It's not that level of bad, but there are certainly some some times where I really wish they would have gotten better voice actors, or maybe it's a directorial choice. Like, hey, this is how I want you to read this line. So most of the guy, most of the people in Shinra, I have a huge problem with theirs. <laughs> I it, okay, I thought the voice acting was really good. I think what you're having a problem with is the direction because we have to remember this is a JRPG. That stands for Japanese role playing yeah, game. And that's what I was about JRPGs to ask. have a whole different tone to them. Now, this is definitely toned back from typical JRPGs, especially JRPGs of the time when Final Fantasy came out. It's not nearly as over the top, but yes, the Shinra bad guys do have that. Uh, kind of over the top bad guy kind of personality and mm-hmm. their voice their voice direction shows in that but i thought that their their voices and the voice acting that they did for each of those characters fit really well i liked it the i thought cloud was was really good i especially loved wedge i mean the the first time he talked in this game yes. i instantly recognized him as badger, badger. from breaking bad i mean yep. that that guy just I, and I looked it up just to verify that it wasn't yeah. someone trying to sound like him. But yeah, it, it actually is Badger from Breaking Bad. I didn't say all of them. Most was... of the people at Shinra are the ones that I really had a problem with. Uh, Madam M was great for. So Madam many M was great, reasons. and I thought Hojo oh, did a really good job. Oh, 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 oh. So many different reasons. At one point, while she's giving me a 3000 gill hand the massage my <laughs> oh wife my goes what are you listening to oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man was the massage it was, worth uh, it oh yeah that yeah. was oh. desperate on my, I on did my it playthroughs in. i i yeah i i yeah. Got another 3,000 gil massage oh, yeah. second playthrough. Yeah. So. I wanted to know if there's like a 10,000 gil option. No, 3,000 is it. I haven't I, done happy the ending. Happy though. ending. Yeah, I wanted the happy ending. I'm just going to be 100% honest. It was it was amazing. It was good for it was good for me. 
Uh, probably not nearly as good for her. You'll also uh, if you oh. if you've uh, typical played free, any, right? if you <laughs> if you played any of the previous any of the previous Final Fantasy games, you also hear on occasion some of the characters will uh, kind of sing music from the previous games, uh, like the victory music from Final Fantasy X that Barrett sings. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's that's the victory music. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. All the way back, I think that was same victory music in in six. I wasn't Possibly sure how far back or... it went. It's it's been a while. I think he's right at, at it being six. That it's been around for like ever. Very catchy. But yeah, no, the, there's a lot of callbacks to a lot of different things in this game. Music being one of them. Yeah. Uh, so the, 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 the remixes music. and the the recompositions oh, of the music yes. from the previous awesome. games mm-hmm. in this game. They did really is good. Amazing. So amazing. In fact. Uh, but just the score of this game alone, whenever they played Eris theme, whenever she came on for the first time, I mean, it choked me up because <laughs> it was, it, it, it drew back memories from me playing uh, Final Fantasy VII back in 1997. And the, the new arrangement for Eris theme is so beautiful. Um, and it was an iconic score to begin with in Final Fantasy 7 and they've really really lifted it up and made it something special in this game. Is it bad yeah. that the first thing that came to my mind when I saw her uh like when they first showed her was the scene of her being stabbed by Sephiroth? No, I think that <laughs> I didn't. I, I'll be honest. I didn't care when she died in seven. I don't know why everybody I, was freaking I, out because you have care. no heart. It's okay, Crowley. We'll just be heartless people together. Yeah, I just great. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I remember a buddy of mine was so heartbroken. He's like, "But she looks like my ex girlfriend." I'm like, "She's ex for a fucking reason, man." Another swear like, word, Arturo. Who cares? Oh, Stop so saying heartless. Arturo every time I drop an f bomb. He needs to know, and I doubt that Caden's keeping timestamps because there's so many. You, you At this point, it doesn't. Matter. I don't have lightning fingers. <laughs> Right? I didn't care that she died. I did think when I saw her, like, oh, good. I hope she dies again. <laughs> but she's, here's the thing. So let's just get right to it. She's probably not because they've changed destiny, which is what mm-hmm. this whole remake thing is about. Yeah. At the very end of the game, you get to fight Sephiroth or what you, who you think is Sephiroth. Probably and, one of his clones. But it, it may be the actual Sephiroth because. Things have changed because he takes off. Yeah, because well, that's it. Things have changed, so you get to you start to see Zach. Zach is the guy from uh, Chrono Crisis. Uh, he was friend, he's friends Core. with Crisis Core. That's it, uh, and he's friends with uh, with Cloud. And in the original, when when you start seeing these flashbacks, he dies. He dies protecting Cloud, and when he dies, he gives Cloud the Buster Sword. And when they touch tips. Uh, they exchange <laughs> memories. <laughs> oh my! And, I, and if I remember right. correctly, I think he gets like his fighting style and all of his basically his yeah. combat knowledge from that uh, transferring of memories. Right, yeah. because Cloud wasn't that de- uh, adept at fighting. He basically merges but, uh, the the idealistic person that he wants to be with the memories that he absorbed from Zack, and that's what Cloud becomes. Yeah, uh, and so when they dock, uh, they exchange the memories, and in this this instance, he doesn't die. 
you see him at the very end of the game after you've beat Sephiroth and you've 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 taken care of fate, which I'll be honest, that last fight scene can eat a giant bag of Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have problems uh, did, with that one. It was the Sephiroth I, fight that I had a little t- trouble with. I didn't. The one that really bugged me was Rufus. I had to do that three times before I got past it. But no, I'll tell you the uh, every, fight that I just almost lost was against um, uh, the Tonberry. Oh my god, I hate those things. <laughs> I lost to the Tonberry once, and then I was like, okay. I'm just going full balls to the wall. <laughs> so I changed to Tifa, and I just beat the crap out of him. And, you just and, hammered and nobody the square Tifa, Tifa, Tifa. Yeah. Oh, Tifa's so yeah. hot. Dude, Tifa. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't even I can't even begin to tell you the weird, dirty things that would come through my mind every time she <laughs> Anyways, getting back screen. to the story. So... Getting back to the story, the the whole point of the remake is, and and you start to see deviations from uh, what happened in Final Fantasy VII pretty early on. So Cloud meets Tifa, or not Tifa, but Aerith, um, in the in the alley. She's selling um, she's selling flowers like she did in the, the original game. But before that, Cloud starts seeing visions of Sephiroth, which never happened before. Mm-hmm, um, right. And so he kind of meets Aerith in a little bit of a different fashion. And then you see these things that are eventually uh, named Whispers uh, come out of the ground and pull Aerith away because she seemed like she wanted to hang out and talk with Cloud. But in the original game, that's when the Shinra soldiers start surrounding him and you have to start fighting them. And she's already gone at that point. So the Whispers are trying to push her out of the way so that time isn't changed, so that the the path that has already been taken in Final Fantasy VII, the original game, is it changed in Final Fantasy Remake? And you start to see this more and more as you go through the game where the Whispers are trying to keep Destiny in place uh, and and making sure that you're not changing things. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this like time manifesting itself at 11.22.63? Shut up. Shut <laughs> your mouth. You don't bring up that, 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 is, that movie sucks. <laughs> But yes, it is exactly like that. <laughs> God damn I have it. To do it. <laughs> now I hate this game. <laughs> Time's but pushed it back against What cloud. happens is is towards the end of the game. Um, and Aerith seems like she knows more than she's letting on. So this isn't the the, the Aerith that you remember from the original game. She seems more right. wise. She seems yeah. to know what's happening. Yeah, because um, the first the first cutscene you get with her, like she, you know, as soon as you touch her, you can kind of see the whispers going around. And it seems as though like she knows kind of what they are and what they're trying to do. Right. And she's trying to fight as hard as she can against it. Right. And so towards the end of the game, uh, Sephiroth cuts a hole in what I can only imagine is space time. They don't really explain that and slips through it to get away. And then she uses uh, whatever Cetra ability that she has and, and changes it and says that we have to go through, and, and Tifa asks what's on the other side, and Aerith says something like um, unlimited freedom. possibility or something like that. Terrifying freedom. Yes, freedom terrifying freedom, that's what she says. And so what happens is when you go through that, that cut in space-time, you end up fighting the Arbiter of Destiny. And by defeating the Arbiter of Destiny, you get rid of the whispers that are... Uh, forcing the same path that you took in Final Fantasy VII. So at the end of this game, 
there's nothing forcing you to, to take the same path as the original game, so it's wide open. In fact, I would be surprised if they name the, the, the second part Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, I think it's just going to be Final Fantasy VII, you know, something. But it's it's not necessarily a remake because it's it's an entirely different storyline or possibly an entirely different storyline at this point. Right, because you get to see a flashback of Zach when he died in the first, in the, in the uh, we'll just call that Prime Universe, <laughs> where he dies. But, but this time he doesn't die. And when he doesn't die, there's an explosion in the desert. And when he turns around, things have changed in the desert. Yeah. And so and he picks up, it, instead of being dead, he picks up Cloud and they start walking towards whatever just changed in the desert. Right. Well, he's supposed to be dead. So are but he's not. So now, are we do do we think that there's going to be a similar kind of scenario happening from uh, BioShock Infinite where once they realize that they're able to kind of change, you know, now that they've destroyed fate, now that they're able to kind of go against uh I don't care. Kind of no. Okay. <laughs> kind of kind of uh, going against fate. I I guess yeah, I in care. a way. Uh don't care. It sounds like a romance comedy Will when fate. you do it like that, Caden. <laughs> it sounds like we can fight the fates together you and well, i no. but I mean, how can we do it but there's a lot of that what you just said austin there's a lot of that in this game at yeah. the end like Aerith yeah. says several at times we can do this together like several times she alluded to that and you're just like yeah i know shut up let's let me get to the fight because <laughs> this guy's pissing me off <laughs> well, Aerith, or, uh, tifa is the optimist and so is Aerith. i mean they're they're both very upbeat uh Typical JRPG characters. Um, whenever uh, whenever Yuffie comes well, along, yeah, she's going to be positive. even more high energy than than mm-hmm. either one of those combined. So it's it's just a, a trope of those characters. Um, but I do like how they kind of gave the characters a lot more personality in this game. They they definitely fleshed out the the character arcs, um, and I, I think you. I think you become attached to these characters even more than you did in the original Final Fantasy VII game. Yeah, I, I would 100% agree. I think if Aerith died this time, I would be upset, but I don't think she will. So Jesse's dead. Spoiler, Jesse died. Oh, no. uh, Biggs is still alive, and Wedge blah, blah. is maybe alive. We don't know. Uh, like Wedge just, is alive. Uh, Wedge, right. Can they just kill, Re- kill Wedge and bring back Jesse? We kill the bad character right? and bring no, back right. the so here's good the thing. character. So before we before we rate this game, before we rate this game, I want to I want to do just a little a little uh, a little thing here. All right, uh, as a guest on we the don't show. Want any. Well, that's um, too bad. You're gonna get it. So <laughs> let's rate Aerith, Tifa, and uh, uh, Jesse in order of hotness. Okay. Because uh. I think Jesse's the hottest, followed by Tifa, followed by Aerith. I'm so I'm 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 gonna have to disagree with you partly. I'm gonna rank mine Tifa, then Jesse, then Aerith. Yep. I'm gonna rank mine Tifa, Jesse, Aerith. Yeah, I would have to say Jesse, Tifa, Aerith. What about uh what about Ky- Kyra, Kyria, Gonorrhea? What was her name? Kyrie? <laughs> it was pr- it was pronounced some kind of weird way, but it was spelled um, Kyrie. You know who I'm talking about, uh, yeah. uh, Jason? Kyria? Uh, I, Kyria, that's it. it. Kyria. Yeah, it was spelled Kyrie. <laughs> I'm like, it's Kyrie. Why are we Why are we doing this? <laughs> I think she was hotter than Tifa. I, I, something about those those long socks. 
I see. I like listening to you guys rate cartoon characters. They're not cartoon characters. Uh Yeah, they're video game characters. Totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It'd be weird if they were cartoon characters. Different genre. I don't know. Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) 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 Ah. Jessica Rabbit never did anything for me. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, Jessica, you're weird. She's a, so I want to ask you. Yeah, guys he's this. the weird one. Be- be- before, <laughs> before we get to ratings, I do want to ask you guys one thing. Do you guys think that they're justified splitting this game up into multiple games? And yes. You pay? Oh, I thought you were going to ask. Oh, if this game was more sci-fi. Oh, again. Than oh, again. No, Kate was stealing my note. My question. You haven't talked. <laughs> Da-da. Okay. Good job, wait, kid. All right. So wait. Repeat the Tim question. Richard. What is it? Here, cat. Go ahead and ask it. How do they justify charging you three times for the same game? All right. Are the so hours of game that, that, that wasn't wasn't done? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Are the gameplay hours comparable to the original based on the price? Because when I was looking some stuff up, I looked up all of the gameplay hours for the Final Fantasy games. What year they were released, and do I did like a money converter thing, and the most or the highest amount of hours was Final Fantasy twelve, mm-hmm. at about sixty five hours, and if you compare that to today's price versus two thousand six when it came out, sixty four dollars, you're getting ripped off for the amount of hours that you get. No, per dollar. No. And I'll tell I'll tell you why. Final Fantasy seven. If you wanted, to, I was asking Jason. Wa- if you wanted to complete everything in Final <laughs> Fantasy seven. Is your name Jason? It would, yes. It would take you 120 hours plus to complete everything to find every secret yeah. of the game. You had 120 hours of gameplay. If you Maybe just did, you. If you just blew through it, you had 45 to 50 hours of gameplay. Yeah, and that was the full game. This game, 40 hours, and that's just finding all of the stuff that you can find fairly easily, completing all of the side quests, and doing the main mission. There's still so much to do afterwards, which is go finish any quest you didn't do, get any materia you didn't get, get any any of the weapons that you that you missed, get Maybe any of the, the that music you can only get during yeah. the the hard mode. Yeah. So no, the, the playability on this and replayability on this is uh, through the roof. Uh, and, and so no, you're looking at minimum eighty hours to 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 just get all of the stuff. So, no, I think this is completely comparable. Plus, it fleshes out the original story so much. And it, like we said, it's not remakes, just not a clever title because ha ha ha, we're making remaking it. It is this is a different game. And this is the setup to the, the next two, the, the next two games that are coming after it or more. And they're going to be or more. Right. And it's going to be it's going to be something different. And it's going to be something as a whole that's going to be much, much deeper much, much more fleshed out, much more thought out, uh, better laid out, and is really going to give you an attachment to the characters that you may not have had, uh, haha, Aerith died, before. So I think it's, I, I think that is a, a, a poor, uh, if people are out there saying that, uh, they're haters. And they just, they just, look, they're like me, they're pessimists, they're, the glass is half empty, and they hate everything. I feel like Dude, you, you sound have... like James Franco. What? They, no, I didn't. They hate know. us because they ain't us. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up, Austin. There's what's uh, that? Ten? What, what, yeah, 10, nine 11? or ten. I don't remember. I, I, I lost, I lost count. track. <laughs> I, all I know is I won. 
five was a ridiculously no, low number. Crowley, are yeah, you getting attached to the characters, though, just because you're attracted to them? Because that seems awful biased. I could, I, I'm not really, I just put Eric third on my list. No. Like, if she dies this time, I, I might be a little sad. Because then but, it would be wrong to think about her later, because she's dead, right? <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that's just patently false. Patently false. Well, that's even more effed up. Yeah. Jason, yeah. am I right here? Yeah, am I right here with the with the whole? No, you're absolutely uh, right. So the right. comparison to Final Fantasy twelve that was a a large game, but I don't think the story or the gameplay was as good as in this game. Um, and and like he said, you've got forty hours in just the main first gameplay uh, alone, and then you've got another twenty to forty hours if you want to complete everything in the game. So you're doubling the like game. pull ups. Yeah. Oh god, pull ups. Yeah. Oh my god! Depends for you. What? No, like doing pull-ups on a bar in a gym. I'm a mm-hmm. big boy yeah. now. So there, there's some, there's some awesome. side quests <laughs> and some mini games that are just insanely difficult, like the pull-up challenge. Uh, trying to beat Jules at pull-up pull-ups is just ungodly or difficult. Pull-ups. I don't know what a pull-up would be, but yeah, on a pull-up. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to sound yeah. Canadian? No, that's what Jason said. He said, pull "No, you up. did sound Canadian there, Crowley. <laughs> are you are you defecting to the other side, Austin? But no, um... so... <laughs> Jason just jumps in, so I can't get to shut the fuck up out. <laughs> no, I, I think the I think the uh, the breaking up of the of the original game is absolutely justified, just because the amount the massive amount of work on just the the update and graphics alone um, would be justified." And since they're fleshing out the entire story, um, the the time alone also justifies them breaking up this game. This game would be absolutely massive file size-wise if they tried to extend out the original game in its entirety with all of the oh, for graphical sure. artwork that they've, they've added and updated in this game. Uh, not to mention, you know, all said and done, let's say that they do it in three acts like the original game. Uh, this is a three-part game. You're looking at probably 120 hours just in main gameplay alone. Uh, and probably, you know, oh, well over 200 hours if you want to complete everything and go through and get all the, the ancillary stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, splitting I up this game is absolutely justified. Yeah, I also imagine that Square Enix probably has other projects that they're also either working. Yeah, there's on a Marvel, there's a Marvel Avengers yeah. game coming out yeah, later this year. Yeah, that they're either Maybe. working on concurrently, or that they need to, you know, get this done first before they can, you know, fully move on to the next project. Don't so, maybe me on this. Okay, look, the Ron is already probably screwing up Ghost of Tsushima. All right, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that game. <laughs> the game's never push- coming out. It is coming out. <laughs> they have a release date for it. You shut your whore mouth, Jason. <laughs> but you can say whore. It's not a filthy word like vaporware. Yeah, That's is. what that game is. I hate you so, so much. So, underwear. So Crowley and, and Jason, I, I do have one question. Yeah. What do you guys rate this game? Crowley, you want to take this? Uh, it's a 10 out of 10. This is probably the best game that I've played in the last 10 years. 
And that includes uh, a Horizon Zero Dawn, which was one of the most, like, that's second now to this. That was oh, wow. that was first. It's now second. This is now first. Uh, I, 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 there's nothing about this game that I would that I would really go out of my way to change. Uh, yeah, I the give this a ten, 10 out of ten. That you 10 can too. remember, right? <laughs> I give this a ten out of ten too. Um, I, this is probably the best game that I've played uh, in a few years. Uh, I loved Red Dead Redemption Two. I gave that probably a, a high nine or a ten out of ten. I don't remember exactly what, but. Uh, yeah, this this game is as good, probably better than that. There are a few minor quabbles. I think the the low res textures on on some of the walls and stuff uh, could have been done better. Um, some of the spells like uh, Blizzard and Arrow, I think, should be automatic hits like Thunder and and Viraga uh, that aren't, and so those spells are kind of worthless because whenever you're you're targeting a, a flying character. Uh, with one of those spells, they basically dodge it just about every time. Um, so I, I hardly ever use those spells. I think they should be automatic hits. But honestly, that's it, it's not enough of uh, it's not enough for me to knock it down from a ten. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I personally would have to rate this uh, a nine out of ten. Um, I'd rate it a ten out of ten if I managed to beat the game. But sadly. I did not make it near as far as I would like to have. Um, so you're you're penalizing I, the game because you're lazy. <laughs> well, no, because you're a bad gamer. No, let me just. That's a what bad happened, gamer. Jason? Bad what gamer. happened to being back in college and pushing off responsibility to play a play a video I don't game? Know. I mean, the seriously, people these days. what are these kids doing? Oh my god, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't right now. So no, I'm 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 giving it a nine out of ten because I can't, I cannot personally give it a ten out of ten, being that I haven't, you know. Made a sub- made substantial progress in the game. I based on the two hours you played. Um, what, what do you rate those Kate. two um, hours ten, on? Ten hours. Thank you very much. Um, ten hours to get to a point that normally takes two hours. <laughs> That's not exactly an accomplishment, Caden. He's just wearing said, his Kaden. bad gamer right. bread. <laughs> Anyways, Caden, you can say it. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you just rate please. the amount of hours that you've played? Oh. Austin, oh my god, cat, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut mind. the fuck up. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, the combat for me took to getting used to between balancing uh, the very action packed sort of uh, combat that you know is the, is the main concept and the ATB uh, you know tactical sort of side of things. Uh, but right, the tactical just aspect of it with with that the, the most difficult shut thing the fuck for you, up. you didn't play it. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, the way you put that, you're like, well, there's some technical aspects of my tactical stuff that I just didn't well, quite so figure out with my So there's the fast-paced action, which is the, you know, the main combat. The, you're hitting buttons and mainly using, you know, melee, primarily melee or you know, what? Get Barrett's long-range attacks to hit someone. And then you have mm-hmm. you know, the ATB, which is more of where you can kind of tell uh, your companions to do certain skills. Uh, and that, I, that adds more of a, a tactical aspect to the gameplay. Um, I thought the game was gorgeous. I loved getting to find pieces of the soundtrack from the previous game's remix. I love Barrett's uh, victory music uh, <laughs> little song. Um, and so, yeah. You know what? And I'm going to change my rating to a 10 out of 10 because I'm, 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 trusting, I'm trusting the OGs on... 
Or just based on the crap we keep giving you? No, I'm just, I trust them. (laughs) He's not a leader. He's a follower. Oh, he is. He's one of the sheep. Follow your herd, (laughs) you sheep. Bad king. Do do they, are are they technically allowed to rate it? I want to hear what Austin wants. I want to hear what Austin wants to rate it based on what he's read and, and seen on YouTube. So, based off of the gameplay, I mean, yes, it's very seamless. It's very smooth transitioning. The story and the character development are definitely on par, especially from the original. I mean, it really gives it a good arc for all the characters. I mean, not just Jesse, but like, you know, Wedge, right? You're like, it's just Wedge. It's really decent. I mean, based on what I've seen, what I've researched upon it as well with the ATB, like the way that it's just real time, you're able to like kind of slow things down and make decisive tactical decisions. Yes, this does fall very well into the RPG category. So I would have to give it at least a nine out of 10 based on what I've seen, just because you know, it fits all the variable factors and it makes enhancements on an original game and expands it tremendously, which Square Enix, congratulations. You've done a very good job at that. But probably like 9 out of 10. All right. Did anyone else hear that? Yeah. I heard, I heard, yeah. Um, I heard him say 9 out of 10. That's the only clear thing that came out in that entire what? thing. For somebody That's who it. didn't play this game, I swear to God, he had a lot to say about it. I know. He did a lot of research. I told you guys I did research. And, you know, uh, when stuff happens. He did more than I, I did. To... Well, right. you know. Cat, I... you didn't play the game. What do you give it? How many, how many hot bitches were you guys comparing? Is that four? <laughs> four. I gave it yeah, a four, four out of 10. Oh, I mean, there's more that we oh. can compare because there's do you write there's what's your face for Kotaku? Uh, there's Madam Ilm. Uh, <laughs> there's to Kotaku. <laughs> Kotaku. So you've named two Don't more. Don't make me Gita Jackson. <laughs> I was there talking to Jason. Gita Jackson. Jason, you named two more. Uh, yeah, two more, and then there's there's others. So, well, I'll bump it up to a six, but. So you, Whoever wrote this you in the, the notes, this is the worst thing to happen to a franchise since <laughs> Disney bought Star Wars, is absolutely wrong. I don't know I where you got so that name. That was funny. I think that'd be cat. It was Google reviews. Kitty, I kitty. saw that and I laughed. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah, whoever Who wrote don't, that don't, on no. Google Okay, reviews now it's my turn. Shut the fuck up, Austin. You don't get to do that to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, man. All right, well, yeah. any... Any final thoughts before you kind of go out and get this, this game, play it. It's lovely. It's wonderful. One of the best games probably of the decade, I would say. I agree. In fact, yep. as, soon as, we're, as soon as we're done uh, recording this, I'm going to go play more of it. Yeah, good idea. Uh, guys, thanks so much for having me back on. It's been great uh, to go uh, down memory lane and remember Gita Jackson, Kotaku, uh, <laughs> shitty <laughs> reviews. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, reviewing a game again, and now I remember why I stopped doing this. Uh, but oh, I, no. I I do appreciate uh, uh, having us back. Dude, uh, I... It's been a fun time. And uh, just real quick, if I could, Austin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just supporting yeah, the I, old people, Crowley. Yeah, just I, had lots of fun. Thanks for having me on. I loved having y'all on too. Um, so next week we are gonna be uh, reviewing one of the games that 
is one of my personal favorites. Um, being that everyone's quarantined and locked in their house, um, I'm, I, I'm figuring you guys are going to want something that, you know, it's going to take quite a bit of time to actually kind of get through, especially if you're a uh, kind of a completionist like me. Mr. So 10 Hours of Gameplay. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we're going to be reviewing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Can't wait to see how long it takes you two to get to a particular part. Yeah, 2017 <laughs> called. They want their and? game back. They want, the, they want their game back. Hey, this is our podcast now. We can do whatever we want. Yes, so, I yes, have the power. It is, a, it is not a recent game. However, it is definitely a long game. And uh, I'm, I think you, you know, the listeners, the you know, two or so listeners that we have, will actually kind of enjoy it. You guys um, have two listeners? <laughs> I know them. Hooray! I'm one of them. That's, that's more than we had last week. I'm also that's one of them. two more than I ever had doing this show. Yeah, I'm also one of them. So, <laughs> so uh, if you'd like to come hang out with us on our Discord or just even leave some feedback, you can join the Creative Brain Candy Discord server. So you just go to our website at badgamersanonymous.com and click the link in the top right corner. And from all and us, you too can tell Austin to shut the fuck up. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Except hopefully you won't understand what phrase we're saying because Arto will bleep it. Um, from all folks here at Bad Gamers and all of this and the OGs that have returned Cat, uh, myself, Austin, Jason, and Mr. Crowley for signing off. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem. <laughs>